This episode is brought to you by Bloat Games. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. If you're looking for games that combine the classic RPG feel with the light, concise rule set of today's indie games in a variety of genres, you gotta check out Bloat Games. Their Survive This rules take a cue from the old school games of yore and combine them with a stripped down but easy to understand mechanic that plays fast and fun, giving you an exciting, thrilling game session every time. Whether it's fighting off zombies, swinging a great axe and slinging spells in dark, dangerous, creature-filled forests, riding your 10-speed bike through monster-infested suburbs, or keeping the city streets safe from superpowered menaces, the Survive This system is the one that'll keep your players coming back to the table. Check out these great RPGs, in addition to card games and other fantastic things they offer, at bloatgames.squarespace.com or at drivethroughrpg.com. Bloat Games. The worlds are fiction, but the fun is real. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, old man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's going to be a kind of a, eh, kind of a blah day, kind of a overcast, gray day. I think I have some D&D going on this weekend. Uh, my 1E game, possibly tomorrow night. Hopefully not tonight because they're going to be out, maybe. But anyway, Gage is getting along fine. He's doing his schoolwork. He's doing his D&D games. He's happy as a clam. So got that thankful for. I was just, ugh. Some days, you know, I just, it's hard to think of anything D&D-ish. But sometimes... I just get these weird ideas and wonder if they'll play out. And that's, to me, that's the heart and soul right there, coming up with new stuff, new premises, new adventures. If you had a group of players, a group of characters, I should say, who ran some kind of mundane business, either, I I always like to do traveling whatever, you know, uh, I've got a character who's a traveling mortician. I've got an I've I've seen other p- things like medicine show salesman or even tinker or something like that. That's good because it keeps them on the move and it keeps the adventures flowing. Having having all the players, you know, there's nothing wrong with a concept game, and it's not really railroading the players' range, but just say, okay, guys, why don't you make characters who are X? I mean, you could vary in there. You don't have to have the same class, the same, you know, whatever. But say you're all tinkers and you travel around. Say you're all performers, you travel around. Whatever it is, quote unquote, you travel around. And they, I always put them in some kind of wagon, covered gypsy type wagon thing that maybe even doubles as a stage or something if they're performing. But they all do one specific thing. Even if they're based in a town, they can do that. Say they all started a business. I had this idea of like, they're all barbers. Because barbers back in medieval times were barbers and churigans. In other words, they would handle the metal, medical stuff too because those are the only people that they could turn to. And, you know, that usually involves bloodletting and things like that. But at the same time, in a fantasy world, you can get a little bit more esoteric. You can, you can have a mage as a barber who does wonders with hair. 
or a thief is a barber, or not really a thief, a rogue. Well, yeah, all right, thief. You know, it's just a class. What the hell? You know, who cares what what it's called? Fighter barber and cleric. But cleric barber would be good in case, you know, the guy, oh, God, I cut his... I cut his ear off. Can you put it back on or something like that? Or bless or whatever. I'm just sort of spitballing in my head right now. And it's like you take... My favorite thing is to take the mundane and make something special out of it. Make something interesting and magical. Say they're, they're a group of people who have a speciality. But they can only do a certain thing. There's a certain thing that they know how to do. Say they're silversmiths, that they have a shop or they travel or something, but they're the, they can work silver like you wouldn't believe. They can work silver for magical items that are really, really nice. And they never get attacked by werewolves. But uh, that's, that's, that's a side benefit. But at the same time, they do something that nobody else does. Maybe they go use a certain type of silver. They know where the silver cachet is and they won't tell anybody. That's an adventure right there. People are trying to find out. Or they have to go get some or something like that. Or say this king commissions them to make this this ornamentation out of this this one lotus silver that is very, very hard to find and rare. But you have to deal with these dwarves who are very circumspect about it because they're, you know, it's theirs and all that kind of stuff. So you can see how the ideas start flowing on something like that. You have a premise. You have them as part of a group. Somebody wanted to, you know, I've, I've heard in the past, I've heard of people saying they want a group of all bards. And they would be blard slash something else. Usually all like either a dual or multi-classed or whatever. That'll work too if they're if they're either traveling or say they have a theater. Say they have a place in town that they maybe they do outdoor performances around town or something like that. And they're hired for parties or yeah, that's another good one too. Gala events. They hire your group. For some reason, say you're all caterers and you hire for the and or even better, I've got uh, Carlos is doing an Eberron game right now where eventually we're going to end up at this one big mucky mucks, big uh, nobles party as security because I've already got a private eye business going on or adventure. I call it adventuring business, but it's a private eye business, and so they're going to do security, but we got to deal with something else first. So anyway, that's down the line. Anyway, anyway, you get the idea of what I'm saying. You know, find something they all can do and find something that nobody else can do and then people come to them and the adventures flow. So take that with what you will. I've got to go start my day. If you want to talk to me about that or anything else, oldmangrognardgmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month. You too can help support this program, and I would thank you. And thanks again to Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John Allen, and Michael. Thank you, guys. Don't forget to listen to Dan Gregg's Young Y-U-N-G, Young Grognard podcast. Mark C. Wallring's The Yawning Owlbear Podcast, Big John Allen Larges, The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, 
Until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Bye.